Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your intuitive energy healer host with a passion to talk about topics related to the womb, health, and creativity. I'd love to connect with you. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire the Number Two Health. You can like me on Facebook at Inspired to Health. And we can connect on LinkedIn. And I'll spell out my name. It's Lorraine, L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. Please check out my blog on my website, inspiredhealth.net. And if you're looking for a new fashion statement in 2018, check out the Operation Save Uteruses t-shirt. That's on my website as well. All right, so we're early into 2018. And, you know, with resolutions in mind, you might have gotten a personal trainer to help you get into shape or connect to your body differently or decide you want to do a diet. Um, my question to you is, are you paying attention um, or where on your vision of 2018 is your womb? So something to ponder, because I think often a lot of women are not considering that. And so fortunately on today's show, our lovely guest, Michelle Marie McGrath, joins us. She's an intuitive womb guide for women, and she's a self-love mentor for birthing their soul gifts into the world. And so to connect with Michelle, please check out her website. She's got a lot of resources, really helpful resources. Um, and her website is Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-A-R-I-E-M-C-G-R-A-T-H. So it's MichelleMarieMcGrath.com. And if you'd like to connect with her on social media, look for at Sacred Self, and that's the same handle for Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. And on Twitter, you can follow her at Sacred Settings. So she is a womb guide, and she's a love entrepreneur, which I love that term. Um, <laughs> but specifically for womb, for womb info, check out her website. Uh, it's Michelle McGrath. MarieMcGrath.com slash womb-awakening. So, Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine, and Happy New Year to you and everybody listening. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you on. So, listeners, Michelle has been on a tremendous journey from Australia to the United Kingdom. She's moved. (laughs) And so, um, Michelle, how is everything going on in your new place in Cornwall? Yes, I'm absolutely loving it. Thank you so much. I am originally from the UK and I emigrated to Australia when I was 25 to get married. And yeah, literally 20 years later to the week, I was moving back to the UK, but to magical Cornwall. And yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I'm just loving it. Absolutely an amazing place with most of, you know, so many prehistoric sites of Britain, uh, so many sites within Cornwall. It's, it's a really sacred land. It's beautiful. What a wonderful way to kind of embark on 2018 with, like, reconnecting and growing deeper roots in that area, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Really reconnecting to my origins, I feel, which I was so keen to travel and escape from and explore lots of new places like when I was younger. And now I feel like it's really about coming back to, yeah, where it all began back in New England. So I'm appreciating it much more than I did um, as a younger woman. Absolutely. And so that is quite a journey. Now, Mm. What brought you to um, connect to your womb? So you've been in holistic wellness for close to 20 years, right? Yeah, absolutely. I find that when I sort of look back on my journey, I feel it's been this increasing deepening into the body, you know, 
so much of what we learn and what we're taught is about really raising our energy vibration, meditating, opening the third eye, focusing upwards. It's really this kind of journey of ascension, even in the language that we, you know, are so used to in recent years. And with kind of the new age movement, it's very much about ascending. Whereas really what I've realized is, for me, and I think for, you know, most women really, it's actually about ascending into the wisdom of our bodies and into what we know deep inside us and our intuition, that magical portal of creation, everything is in this womb space. It's really where we create everything from whether we've got a physical womb or not. And, you know, the answers to everything and everything we want to create, it's, it's all here inside us in this space. And I feel the more we can sink into this and, and go deep into our bodies, connecting more with earth and nature, you know, the more things start to come into alignment in our lives. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think what I find um, you to be unique and very special about is that you say that you're a self-love mentor. And I think the term self-love has become a little bit cliche. It's such a, especially in the United States, it's such a go-to <laughs> phrase. Yeah, that yeah. I, I think it's just become a nebulous kind of phrase. But, I, I um, agree. Yeah, so can you describe, but I think you're, you're approaching it from a, a unique and um, powerful perspective. Can you describe that to listeners a bit more? Yeah, when I first, I suppose, started on a very deepening of my own journey, which was really, you know, back in sort of my late 20s, I was meditating. It was at a time where I felt really unhappy. You know, my life looked great from the outside. I had this, you know, glamorous looking job in a large media organization. I was working on, you know, at Sydney Harbour. I was sort of traveling and doing a lot and it all looked great, but I actually felt really miserable and empty inside. And I kept asking myself, you know, what's wrong with me? What is it I need? And I kept getting self-love and I thought, well, that sounds great, but what does that really mean on a practical basis? And at that time, I didn't really see anyone talking about that. It was except for people like Louise Hay, um, you know, who was really a pioneer in that area and people like Wayne Dyer, but it wasn't really, you know, like now it's kind of, it's so commonly thrown about as a phrase. So I really had to, to go within and look at what that meant for me and sort of on an unfolding journey and realize that many of my blocks to this were, you know, on so many different levels and places. And I started to realize that, you know, often we have to start, well, we have to start from where we are. And it might be just a very simple thing of actually treating ourselves more kindly, looking at, you know, if I treated my friends the way I treated myself, would I, you know, (laughs) would I actually have any friends? I probably wouldn't, you know. So again, looking just at you know, first things that I started to do was really becoming aware of the way I thought about myself and my self-talk, noticing the thoughts that went through my mind in the mirror, say, as I was looking in the mirror, cleaning my teeth, you know, like, oh, you look tired, look at the state of your skin, gosh, you look like shit, you know, just this usual kind of inane chatter. And so it was really, it started there with this gradual unraveling process. And then I started to to see deeper and deeper and deeper into that and the more self-awareness I gained about the relationship with myself and then of course that started to flow into all of my relationships and, and all different parts of my life and that was really how my business started as well it wasn't intentional I just started to share things that I was learning and I started to create a self-love alchemical oil this was back in 2003 that that started oh, wow. and That was really then this whole, you know, sort of journey unfolded from there where then, you know, I created cards, which were again, it started as reminders for me on post-it notes. So it was, it's really been an organic journey in many senses. And, you know, so it's not been theoretical. It's really been through a lot of things I've been through myself, divorce, miscarriage, depression, anxiety, lots of different health issues. And then really 
using those as doorways into a deeper knowledge of myself. And, you know, I'm sure you'll agree that when we have these huge life changes and experiences, it really, at the time, you know, it can seem like a nightmare. But in hindsight, you know, and isn't hindsight a great thing? We realized that it was the best thing that could have happened. But of course, we don't, we don't always feel like that at the time, do we? No. But thank goodness for afterwards where we could kind of <laughs> see it from that perspective, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At the time, you're like, what is this shit, you know? And I always used to laugh thinking, you know, that phrase that we hear so often, like dark night of the soul. I used to think, surely they meant dark decade. Really? Like one <laughs> night? If it was one night, that would be amazing. I would love that. But hey, whoever has just one bad night? That's a good point. <laughs> so talking about the darkness, mm-hmm. um, and I think that has to do with self-love as well. And I, I like yeah. the fact that you um, refer to yourself as a truth teller because I yeah. think that there's a fear, especially with women maybe, about going and, and um, exploring some of that darkness. Yeah. You know, so often, again, this is, again, what we're so used to. It's all about love and light. And of course, it's very much about love and light. But, you know, often we can't get to the light until we've traveled through our own darkness and our inner shadows. And I feel that so much of this, um, for me, what I've become aware of increasingly and also in working with clients is the realization, especially with working with the womb energy and the womb, the womb power that we go into, is that, you know, so many of our gifts and so much of the light is actually hidden behind the feelings that we avoid, the feelings we don't want to feel, you know, Often we can sort of, we can be really good at putting on a brave face, trying to be polite, trying to be a good person, trying to be, you know, the nice and say, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. You know, and we think if we keep saying that, maybe it'll be true. Um, But really, I feel that, you know, deep healing and peace comes from making a commitment to have a really honest relationship with ourselves because, Truly, we can't experience intimacy with anyone else until we can learn to be really truthful about how we feel, you know, to be really honest with ourselves. Otherwise, we're just kind of skimming the surface. Yes. And so on that note, Michelle, we're going to take a break. But let's marinate on that because I think that's really uh, important to kind of let that resonate and sink in. And so we'll be back in two minutes. Mm, sure. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting InspiredToHealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, InspiredToHealth.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back on the Womb Happy Hour. We are talking to Michelle Marie McGrath. Um, she was just sharing, you know, a part of her journey uh, to her womb. Uh, she's a womb guide, a self-love mentor. And so, Michelle, let's pick it back up. Mm, Where, absolutely. Um, yeah. In my, in my own personal experience and working with clients, I, I noticed that there's a significant amount of resistance um, to, <laughs> yeah. to even, like, it going deeper with, you know, self-love or even, like, even considering that down there, like, in their womb creative space, their uterus, whatever we want to call it, that magical mystery portal, that there's a lot of, um, it's like a hidden treasure that, that women a lot of times are resistant to connect with. Based on Absolutely. your experience, why do you think that is? You know, I... I do believe that sometimes we we feel that we're going to be absolutely overwhelmed if we go there, that it's going to be too much, that it's going to be, you know, like we have an ocean overwhelming us with emotion. And especially we sort of, we're conditioned to just juggle so many balls and just keep going and stay in control and not make a fuss and, and keep everything, you know, sort of moving along that we sort of worry that we're just going to fall apart and be a mess and not going to be able to cope with whatever it is we dive in here to. But what I've really learned is, you know, as we know, life is messy. And when we really tap into this deep feminine wisdom, this space here, there can be, you know, such a range of emotions and feelings that we're just not used to tapping into. And yet, really, some of those deep feminine gifts are about the power of surrender, about the power of receptivity, and really allowing ourselves to go deep into those spaces. But I feel that a lot of the fear and resistance is really just about our conditioning not to do that. I agree, yeah. Um, And so I think this is an important time, and it's kind of why I feel passionate about doing this show, right? To, yeah. to kind of have these conversations. And you have your own podcast, correct? Yeah, and so, yeah, we, t- we talk a lot about, I, I speak predominantly on my podcast to women who are child-free or childless, and it's about they are birthing alternative lives of purpose and meaning. So, you know, all of their situations are different and their circumstances, but it really kind of explores around, you know, what does it mean to be a woman today? Because often we have this blurry line between motherhood and womanhood, whereas, of course, motherhood is a really important experience of being a woman and and can be a pinnacle experience for so many women, but for so many others, it's just not possible or it's just not the path that they've chosen. You know, so every woman's life is so different and equally valid and sacred, I feel. So it's really about exploring, you know, what does it mean for me to live my path? What is it I want to create? What's meaningful for me? And then how can I share that with others in a way that, you know, brings purpose and depth and value to those around me as well, if that's what I so choose? And that there are options, right? And yeah. choices, and not everything is like the... Um the predetermined milestone checklist of like, I have to get married, I have to have a baby, I have to be a mom. Yeah, and that is so much of the conditioning that we've been used to, isn't it? And I think it's wonderful that we are now having so many more of these conversations to question these stereotypes um, that exist that are so limiting for all of us. I mean, You know, how does it feel if you're somebody who has always wanted a child and then you're unable to and you're constantly receiving this message that, you know, it's natural to do that. It's natural to want. I say natural in inverted commas because, 
you know, how are you meant to feel then? Are you meant to feel that you're unnatural somehow if that's not possible for you or you've chosen a different way? So I think it's it's wonderful to kind of start dismantling these taboos and, and realizing that, you know, fulfillment comes from choosing a path and a life that's right for you and, and nobody else can determine that. But the more we tap into this deep wisdom within, the stronger our intuition grows and and the more we just know by being more in touch with our feeling state about what's right for us it's not about you know our thoughts necessarily and well what do I think about this it's like well how do I feel about this in my body and when we sink into that place it makes decisions much easier I feel and, and much more sort of simple simple and yet um you know, I think there's such an emphasis on looking outside. Um, yeah. You know, we're so connected to our phones and to our computers and TV, whatever, yeah. for those answers. But our bodies are so infinitely wise uh, and help guide us moving forward. Absolutely. And yet, isn't it incredible that in this age of technology where we live in, where, you know, in that way, we've never been more connected. And yet, in so many ways, we're so disconnected. And, you know, when we look at figures of things like depression, anxiety, um, self-harming, people having cosmetic surgery, all of these types of figures are increasing. And I don't feel it's a, a coincidence to you. No, I don't. Even the yeah. fact that there's a lot of um, female reproductive imbalances going on. Yes. Fibroid, yep. endometriosis, polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, Absolutely. Fertility, not giving birth naturally. I think that's where yeah. there's, there's a, all that is kind of, um, it's, little, it's indicators that we're a little out of alignment. <laughs> Very much. And just, you know, the pressure that people are under, the stress to, you know, do it all, be it all, have it all, and sort of juggle all these things at the same time. I think today people have more choices than ever, but then also there's this incredible pressure that they feel and also fear of missing out. And I think social media is a, can be an amazing tool, but it also can really distort reality for people in feeling that, you know, everybody else is having this like amazing life with all these incredible <laughs> things happening when really they're just, they're only seeing a snapshot, a second of that person's day. And it's really not the full picture. Absolutely not. Yeah. So for Someone who's listening, who's thinking, okay, it's the start of the year, I'm going to treat myself more with self-love, and I'd like to connect more to my creative power. Do you have a few suggestions for them? Yeah, I find just, you know, very simple breathing techniques like so for example I have like a little check-in that I do morning and night it only has to take five minutes so for example if you're thinking well I just don't know where to start with all this then you know a great place to start is with your breath and just resting your hands on your belly taking a few deep breaths really focusing in and noticing how your body's feeling and just I like to visualize like a a beautiful bowl or a cauldron or a chalice, you know, something visual that I can imagine there that's holding all of my creative power and gifts and just asking yourself, you know, a few simple questions. You could journal on them, things like, you know, what did I really love doing as a child? Um, When is it that I most feel connected? What brings me that sense of wonder and magic? you know where do I sort of feel that I I really lose track of time what is it what are those simple pleasures and just really start to to connect with that essence that you know often can just get so lost in our day-to-day busyness but often we feel I've not got time to do all these additional things instead of just actually taking a few minutes out to just stop close your eyes 
focus on your breath and just tune into your body and notice how it's feeling. And, and the more we do this, we really do start to receive th- those answers from our intuition much more clearly. And, um, you know, I, f- I find these just small practices like that, going outside, putting your feet on the grass, you know, just for a few minutes each day, really breathing, consciously connecting with the earth, just small steps like this can be life-changing. They really can. I agree. That's pretty powerful. I also think that a lot of uh, people think that they have to do something very complicated yes. <laughs> in order to, to heal or re- redirect their energy to feel better. And it's really kind of simple. I think some of the things we build around it (laughs) to block it are more complicated. I think using our senses is really important as well. And um, Mm. especially for women, we're designed for pleasure, right? (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And we need to, it's that giving ourselves permission to feel that more often. And it can be in very small, simple ways, can't it? You know, just even, like you say, bringing in little things like, you know, your favorite cup of tea more often, having a bath if you've not got a bath and using, you know, nice shower gel, using oils, sort of bringing in those sensual pleasures, massage, really cooking very mindfully, making yourself a beautiful meal, um, even just with, you know, simple fresh ingredients, just that thing of really thinking, what is it I what brings me pleasure? What are those simple things? It might be a beautiful, you know, plant pot on my windowsill. It could be just, you know, what are the things that I'm surrounding myself with? And I went through a big declutter process last year. At one point, I like to do that regularly. And, you know, one of those questions that I remember reading in like a decluttering book was just, you know, does this item, does this bring me joy? And if the answer is no, then it's like, okay, so if I'm keeping it, it has to be something that's incredibly useful. So otherwise, why am I surrounding myself with things that, you know, that don't energize me? And it's the same for, you know, the clothes that we wear, I think, does, do I feel really comfortable in this? Do I, I feel that, you know, this, do I put this on and feel great when I put it on again? If not, then, you know, maybe I might want to rethink that. Michelle, those are great suggestions. We're going to take a break and we'll pick it up when we come back in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Visit inspiredtohelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at inspiredtohelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit inspiredtohelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohealth.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Womb Happy Hour. Our guest, Michelle Marie McGrath. 
that's her website as well, michellemariemcgrath.com. Please check her out. She's got a lot of resources. Um, we're talking about the womb, and we were just talking about pleasure before we went to break. So, Michelle, would I, I'm a huge fan of um, perfume, but I don't like all the toxins that are in many of the common perfumes that are out there. But you create organic perfumes. Can you talk a little bit about your process and, and, and how your, your customers' clients respond to them? Yeah, so this all started as a bit of a surprise to me. Like, as I mentioned earlier about when I, you know, was asking what I most needed and I kept getting self-love, the image that I had was all of these different oils and energies flying into a bottle and it had self-love written on the bottle. And I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. They're kind of strange um, ingredients because they were sort of, they were, they're more kind of, of energetically based. They create a synergy. So it wasn't, you know, based on smell preference. But I thought, okay, well, I'll just go with this because this was quite an unexpected experience in meditation. So I, I created it. I started working with it as I was being guided to work with the solar plexus chakra, which is where we, you know, store a lot of self-esteem issues. If you're familiar with working with the energy body and the, the different chakra, the simple chakra system. And I sort of meditated with that. And then I started having all these awarenesses came up around different sort of self-esteem issues where I was really neglecting parts of myself. But it was just kind of a natural flow on for me because I'd always been drawn to natural therapies. I'd always been a fan of aromatherapy and essential oils. I'd always played with crystals and vibrational essences. And so as I was naturally being drawn um, to sort of explore these in, in deeper, you know, sort of deeper journey for myself, I then started to study a lot as well. And then, you know, what what had just been a personal exploration sort of, you know, led to me studying all of these in, things in great depth. And then the oils came out of that. But yeah, I've never been a fan of synthetic perfumes and aftershaves. They just give me a headache. And I think the more you work with essential oils that are just the pure plant extracts, the more you start to really notice that difference. And so now, like when I go into those department stores, all I can smell is the alcohol, which is what it is. It's a bottle of alcohol with up to about 2,000 different synthetic chemicals in there. And so really what they're doing, it's just they're trying to recreate nature on a synthetic level just because it's cheaper, you know. And so, yeah. and also there's no kind of expiry date, I guess, with these things because they can, you know, they can use all these different preservatives and everything. So, and there's hormone disruptors and all sorts of things in there that people develop allergies and all sorts too. So, I just find that, you know, the more that we connect with nature and nature's gifts, the more that we become increasingly attuned to our own nature and our own intuition. And I really believe that once we start trusting ourselves more, we're naturally drawn to what we need to create balance and sort of harmony within us. And that's what I found. And that's what I really um, do with my alchemical oils. It's often people will be drawn to a certain theme, you know, to work with, say, for example, trust or surrender. And I always just encourage people, you know, just, just go with what you're drawn to because you know what you need. So it's really just about reminding people. And I feel that these are just, yeah, like sensory tools and supports to remind people that they do have those answers within them. It's not that anything's missing. It's just a remembrance, really. And a tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that we have all the pieces, you know, there within us. And I feel that anything I do or create is really about reminding people um, that, yeah, they, they have the answer. They are the expert on themselves. Nobody can know what you need more than you do. And I feel that, you know, it's really about just empowering people to remember that. And I think the work that you're doing and the work I'm doing as well is, is you know, no one can really heal yourself except yourself. It's just that yeah. there are there are opportunities for people to help c- 
create a safe yeah. space for you to kind of open up to that healing process. Yeah, and, and I think it's so powerful to, you know, let people be seen and heard and witnessed and acknowledged. And often that's really part of that process, isn't it, of holding a safe space for somebody to remind them that, you know, you're there, you're acknowledging them, and they can feel safe and supported in accessing that healing ability um, within themselves. And I think there lies the opportunity with tapping in more into feminine energy. You mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier about um, surrendering and being receptive, right? And then even with the oils, but to be in that safe space to allow ourselves to surrender, I think that's where the juicy transformation really kind of is waiting for everybody. It is, and really, if we consider like the womb space within our bodies and all these major organs here where, you know, so many of us have had so many traumatic or disappointing experiences that connect in with menstruality, you know, sexuality, um, any sort of, you know, experiences of intimacy that we've had from being a child. It can just be things that we've picked up even or observed in our family or friends, culture. You know, everybody's had these different experiences and we often store so much in our body, so much repressed feeling and emotion can be so much anxiety and fear because of experiences that we've had. And often when we start diving into this space and really connecting with what's stored here, you know, initially we might not feel so great because it's just that we're releasing emotions that have been stored there. So often what can come up is a lot of grief or anger, you know, frustration, things that we hadn't felt. But I think it's great to remember that often these are just almost, it's the opening the doorway it's sort of releasing what's been held there that's almost been creating a wall where so many of our gifts are hidden behind this wall but if we can just yeah feel safe enough to allow this emotion to release then you know that's when transformation occurs that's the alchemy you know we are the alchemists of our own experience and our own emotional state and I think often we forget that that's part of the beauty of being human that we have this wide range of feelings and emotions available to us and you know I often liken this to all of the colors of a rainbow you know just it wouldn't be the same if there are a couple of those missing from there we it's, it's kind of like joy and grief are often it's two sides of the same coin deep feeling that we can feel you know within our heart space it's often they're often very close together joy and grief I feel yeah I agree it's just deep emotion isn't it it's just the what it's like it's just that you know experience of deep intense emotion and just allowing it to be what it is Mm -hmm. without fighting it per se yeah, and making it wrong or bad or, you know, any other judgment, really just thinking, oh, this is interesting, you know, now I'm feeling all this like anger or grief or resentment or whatever it is, I wonder what that's got to share with me, I wonder what that's about, so really having a sense of curiosity, you know, I think it it's interesting, there's that poem by Rumi, um, which is all about, you know, every day a different guest arrives at the house and greet them all the same because you never know what gift they're going to bring. Very true, very true. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you noticed, um, because the womb, it's a great cave to hold, hold not even our own... um, trauma or rage or disappointment but our ancestral line as well absolutely yeah you do a lot of work helping women yeah with the mother line um absolutely you know often because obviously we we look at sort of working 
energetically with the ovaries as well and off the left side of the body often connects in with that feminine side and I find what's really interesting is often when people really connect into the gifts of the left ovary you know there can be unclaimed gifts through their mother line that have kind of been blocked if they're sort of still carrying a lot of ancestral patterns and often that can come in the form of belief systems Mm. Um, but I feel it's interesting that once people start really working with that ancestral energy or if they start you know say they've actually got any unresolved emotional issues with their mother or with the mother's family on that side it's interesting sort of once they start working with that how they can really notice shifts in relationships whether it's with a sister or you know just shifts in female friendships because often when we're doing that deep ancestral work it can really change our perception of ourselves as a woman as well that's been my experience in in working with that and working with you know my relationship with my mother over the years I find that you know, if we think about it, our parents, those relationships are what create our foundation. And even if we feel that we have really positive and healthy relationships with our parents, it's not even so much about that all the time. It can still be that we've got a very specific, set, rigid um you know, framework of beliefs that we've formed in childhood that, you know, we'll just see them in a certain way. And often as adults, we're still looking at them through the eyes of a child and we're still we're still working from that framework of the beliefs that we formed about them as a child. So I often feel that, you know, working with um, the family dynamics and that ancestral stories, it's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know, <laughs> So true. We're going to have to take a break, but it's so true. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Okay, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting InspiredToHealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, InspiredToHealth.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to The Womb Happy Hour. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. This is your host, Lorraine Giordano, talking with Michelle Marie McGrath. Um, Michelle, it's really been an interesting, interesting conversation. Um, I love it. Of, yes. Thinking about 2018. So in the United States and actually in Europe too, there's been this whole Me Too, Me Too movement. Um, yes. Which has stirred up a lot of anger, I would think. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, yeah. Um, how do you, how do you see that evolving? 
I feel it. it's really, we're at this kind of incredible point in history, aren't we, where so many women are finding their voices and saying, you know, this is just not okay, this sort of behavior. And it seems to be really, I know so many are talking about this, like the fall of the, the patriarchy. And it's really, yeah, just this incredible shift that we're all part of where it's all like women are really owning these stories and finding their voice about, you know, things that have been taboo for so long. And again, it's it's about what we were talking about earlier, about really moving into what they'd felt was like darkness and shadow within and finding the light and then sharing that. And incredible to see how these things just crumble once they're brought out into the open, people have often had so much shame around these experiences. And then once they share them and it's out in the open, you realize that actually they've got nothing to feel ashamed about. Um, you know, it's something, an experience that they've had and they can bring that out into the open for healing. And it's really had this incredible domino effect. And really I feel it's, it's, it's just, it's remarkable. And I'm sure there's a lot more to come, you know, um, and I really feel that sort of fire energy, that anger, when we sort of look at that, like on an elemental level and working with a medicine wheel within the womb space, you know, when we look at how that can be redirected into passion and creativity, that creative, powerful force, which that's what I feel where this will be going that, you know, a lot of women, once they're sort of freeing up this energy and really letting this go and sort of transforming that, there's going to be all sorts of amazing new creations and things that are being birthed, I'm sure, with this really sort of potent, powerful energy that seems to be kind of moving along on a collective level. It's, it's, you know, it's been quite incredible and empowering to see women coming together in community like that. I agree. And I think it is a, um, it's an indication of the, the balancing between masculine and feminine yeah. energy, individually yeah. and collectively, which Absolutely. is a huge opportunity. I do think, though, that it's important for women because there is a bunch of anger to, to kind of work yes. with the healing aspect because I yep. think there is an opportunity because it's one, you don't want to stay in anger too hard. No, too long. not too long. Yeah. No, and just really, you know, I think feel a really good way to move anger out of the body is often through a lot of movement, you know, whether it's through exercise, dance, doing something physical, like whether it's, you know, gardening or just anything like that that's really moving that excess of energy out of the body so that it doesn't stagnate and then, you know, make you ill um, or, you know, so or get stored in the liver or anything like this. So, again, you know, when I've been working with clients who have felt a lot of anger, different sort of abuse situations or whatever, often, you know, they will sort of, yeah, say, well, I just went for this massive run on the beach or, yeah, I just danced to some really, you know, empowering music that sort of allowed me to release that or they did chanting or they shouted into a pillow or, you know, they did something that kind of got them to move their body and release that rather than kind of closing in, you know, whether it's through yoga or anything else like this that helps to bring balance. I think it's such a, a personal individual thing to to find what, you know, feels right to you and, and use that as an opportunity to explore. Yes. And then if, if, if whatever those um, expressions, maybe if you feel like they're not helping enough to seek help or support for yes. someone like you, right? <laughs> how, yeah, how, and just, how, do your, how do you work with your clients? Yeah, so I work mainly on Skype um, with people around the world. So that's, you know, eventually I'm, I'm going to be building like a retreat center here in Cornwall over the next few years. We've got a location, a piece of land that we're going to be sort of, so at the moment, you know, Skype and technology is our friend, um, which is why we can have these amazing sort of international connections and dialogues like we are. So yeah, that's always, so I do speak to sort of people around the world on Skype, which makes it easy. And you do, you have a lot of resources um, online, correct? Yes, yeah, so yeah, I do. And I've also, I created like an audio 
journey where we, you know, travel into the elements within that internal medicine wheel. If we look at sort of the abdomen, that space, the womb space within that, because I find that often a lot of these physical locations really connect in with those energies. And that's kind of what I learned through my um, womb awakening training with the Fountain of Life, who I, you know, love. Um, and so that for me, working on that elemental level and then very much with nature externally and mother nature, I find to me that's been a really powerful process that's kind of simple. But again, it just keeps that connection to our body as well and nature and all of the answers and that wisdom that we have within there. Thank you for sharing that. So we're going to have to wrap up the show. The hour goes by so fast. But (laughs) thank you so much, Michelle, for sharing all that beautiful, lovely wisdom. Thank you. um, It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. And And a beautiful um, start to the year. Thank you. You're welcome. And so for everyone, please check out Michelle's website. So it's Michelle, that's with two L's, Marie. M-C-G-R-A-T-H dot com. Again, she's on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. Look for at Sacred Self. And on Twitter, you can follow her at Sacred Settings. Um, And again, if you're looking to delve more into your womb space, please reach out to Michelle as a resource, as a sense of support, and uh, also check out her, her organic perfumes because... It's not good to use those toxic things that they're selling at the (laughs) store. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm excited for what's to come in 2018. And uh, if you'd like to connect with me, please check out my website, inspiredtohealth.net. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire2Health and on Facebook at uh, Inspired2TOHealth. And um, sending you all a big womb hug. Remember to breathe. As Michelle said, I'm a big believer <laughs> in breathing. It's, it's, it's available 24-7. It's yeah. always there with you to receive and to let go. Um, but remember to take some deep breaths and send some love and light down to your, to your womb. And so we'll be back next week. Have a great week. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.